Welcome to the LSB Marketing Podcast, where we kick back over beverages and examine what's trending in the advertising and marketing world. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let's chat. So hello everyone, this is Todd LeBeau from Lindsay Stone and Briggs and welcome to the LSB Marketing Podcast. Today we have Sherry Schaefer as a guest. Sherry's a, a member of our LSB team and, and she is um, been doing a lot of experimentation and she's really a guru when it comes to something that is kind of at the tip of everybody's tongues these days when it comes to marketing and that's virtual reality. I think it's a, it's a really cool topic for the Toddcast. This is one that I've been excited since we started talking about scheduling and uh, I'm really interested in where the technology is going, where we are now, and, and kind of how marketers uh, can start thinking about how they can use it and uh, and help their businesses grow using this this new virtual reality thing. So welcome, Sherry, to the podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So I guess a good place to start off is can you describe virtual reality for me because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of news right now, very current with Pokemon and and the whole experience of chasing the Pokemon characters with your with your mobile phone and I see a lot of folks saying have you seen that new virtual reality game from Pokemon and and I'm wondering if you can kind of dispel some of those uh, myths it's not even a myth what is it it's a uh, misconception misconception thank you it's a misconception. Dispel one of those misconceptions that's out there about virtual reality and kind of explain what it is well virtual reality as opposed to augmented reality which is what Pokemon is is kind of like sensory deprivation and replacement so what do you mean by that well, the headset that is generally used for any type of virtual reality from the different companies, from Google Cardboard up to uh, HTC Vive, is a headset that you're put on, and it takes... So when you say headset, that's the, that's the goggles, right? The goggles. You, the, the funny looking right. goggles. Right. It's you the see funny looking goggles yeah. that you can either strap mm-hmm. to your head or you can just hold up in front of your eyes. Yeah. But the way it's made, it shuts out every bit of peripheral vision. Plus, in order to get a really good virtual reality experience, you're going to have headphones on or earbuds in. So that takes away all the outside sound. Mm -hmm. So you're not seeing anything, you're not hearing anything, but what is provided to you through that headset. Okay. And so that can be anything from under the sea to up in space, to a cartoon world, to a film, to Mm -hmm. a TV show, any type of thing like that. But it's all been taken away your normal in reality is taken away sure. and given a virtual reality. Got it. So anything that's, I guess it's it's to, up to uh, the creative mind to come up with an experience that people can have in this virtual environment. Exactly. So exactly. I've, I've often seen people, um, and I think most of the internet has seen the people on YouTube who had this virtual reality headset and gear on in there. They're in a simulated roller coaster and you see people just literally falling to the ground and not able to kind of deal with their surroundings, but they're so immersed, they feel like they're on that roller coaster. It tricks your brain. Yeah. Completely tricks your brain into really believing that you are in the midst of what the creators have put there. Mm -hmm. So unlike augmented reality, which takes your surroundings that you're in and overlays that with what the creator Mm -hmm. wants to see. So that's why with the Pokemon game, when you're out and about, you look through the phone and you see the park or the, you know, statue or whatever it is you're looking at. And the Pokemon character is 
on top of that. So you can still see around you, you can still experience the sounds of wherever you are out in the woods, which is kind of what's cool about it. Right. Is it sending people out to go and explore when they may not have before. But that's why it's augmented. It's right. something extra as right. opposed to that sensory deprivation that you get in replacement right. in VR. Virtual reality, on the other hand, is a much more immersive experience. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with virtual reality. Well, I got involved because there's an artist here in Madison who was working on uh, virtual reality environments, and they kind of needed somebody with a little more of a business side to it mm -hmm. to, to help with the company. And it's kind of interesting because when I first sat down and virtual reality was described to me, it just didn't sound like much. And that's one of the toughest things, I think, about any discussion with somebody who has never experienced it because you haven't experienced it before and you have not, there's nothing like it. Mm -hmm. It's just not, if you can't relate to it, it's hard for me to tell you sure. what's going on. Oh, you put these goggles on your face and you put headphones on and you're brought to a new world. Right, right. It sounds like sci-fi. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah. don't I feel yeah. that way when I sit in a movie theater? Sure. No, you don't. <laughs> you know, so there's that, that in there. So I got involved with this and... The first time that I got to put on the demo, it was with uh, a very early model of Oculus Rift. Mm -hmm. Hadn't come out yet. It was not uh, to the public. It was only to developers. And I put on the headset, and this didn't even have sound with it at this point. And I was walking through a field, and at one point I could get into the water of a lake that was nearby. And I found myself holding my breath. Right. When okay. I started to go under. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. Right. There's something because to this. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it really it struck me as something that you know, everybody had been saying, Oh, everyone who sees it says it's cool. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, in marketing, if you say it's cool, that could mean anything. And it's really not a way to promote anything. Right. I kind of liken that my journey has been kind of like an addict. I started out with the small things mm -hmm. and after I got the experience with the Viewmaster, I had to move up and see what Gear VR was sure. about. Now is Gear VR kind of the Cadillac of the virtual reality gear? Gear VR is, no, Gear VR is like the Toyota okay. of it. Gear VR is the next step up. Once you've decided, you've looked at your Google Cardboard or your Mattel Viewmaster, you want more. It is the brainchild of Oculus Rift and Samsung, mm -hmm. and therefore also Facebook, sure. because they're all tied together. Right. It still works off of your phone, so it's portable. It's much cheaper than the full headsets like Oculus Rift and HTC Vive. And it's something that is way more accessible if you're wondering if you want to get into it, it doesn't really matter too much. Sure. You know, at a yeah. hundred bucks or even now free with your new Samsung phone, yeah. it's a no brainer. Most of the content is free, mm -hmm. at least a few months ago. Uh, it's mm -hmm. amazing how quick it's going. So that was the next level of the addiction. Uh, so what's next? What's next is the folks I work with, we now have an Oculus Rift that we develop off of. It is the same one that you can buy now. That comes with a different kind of experience because you can move around more. There's more complex controllers, mm -hmm. so you can do more with it. Sure. It's why it's more popular with gamers. It, the disadvantage is it's a heck of a lot more expensive because you need a much more powerful computer than most people's desktop. 
and it's a desktop, and you are tethered to it. You have to plug in directly. So you plug into a computer. You plug then, into okay. a computer gotcha. in order to get there. Okay. Um, that's kind of considered, that's the Cadillac okay. right. of it. So you're on your way there. I'm on my way. So talk talk a little bit about, you, you brought up a couple interesting topics kind of along the, the journey there, and... People often think that virtual reality is really just for gamers. Can you talk a little bit about how that's that's really not the case anymore and, and how people are using virtual reality and kind of things outside of the gaming world? Well, I will confess that I am not a gamer geek. Never mm-hmm. have been. Um, I kind of lost it along the way of my geek development sure. and never got used to the controls and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So coming back to this, uh, I find it actually a lot more usable for somebody who isn't a gamer. Okay. Uh, the pared down controls are a lot easier. You don't have to have that incredible hand fine motor skills mm-hmm. that you need in order to do an advanced sure. game. Right. Most of the things, well, a lot of the things right now that are out there are a strictly an entertainment thing. Right. There are concerts that are being filmed. There are music videos that are being filmed. There are sporting events that you can attend. And for that, it's the feeling of being in the crowd mm-hmm. with people. So it's not like watching it on your television when you're just sitting on your couch. You can look around and see the people right. interacting right. around you. Right. And so for an entertainment purpose, it's great. For things like what my artist friend is doing, it's it's an adventure type of thing. It's an ex- exploration. And that type of thing is being used in hospitals right now. For people who are, are bedridden, they can't get up, and they're tired of just sitting in their bed watching television. This gives them something that they can explore and sure. feel like they're getting out of out of the bed right. and doing something. Right, right. So there's a, a ton of applications. It's already being used to teach. I've seen where some kids got on a bus and they rigged virtual reality in the bus, and they went, they went to Mars. Right. They used the Mars rover right. footage. Right. That's a heck of a field trip. I mean, there. that's incredible right. stuff. Uh-huh. And I think you can hear I'm getting a little. Yeah. I get excited yeah. about this. Of course. So the applications for entertainment and relaxation and mental health and marketing mm-hmm. are incredible. Right. Out there, um, it's been used to. Uh, in the film industry to track a young girl who was in Syria. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was present when the maker of this particular video was, was giving a talk and she talked about demoing this for people who didn't really have any sympathy for that particular problem. Right. Because they can never, you can never really walk in her shoes. Exactly. Right. So it's hard to connect with that. They put on the headset and the headphones, and they were in her shoes. Right, right. There were the people in a desperate situation around them. There was bombs in the distance. I mean, that whole right. experience was there. And, you know, she, these people are now folks who actually believe in that cause and supporters of the cause that she, mm-hmm. she really wanted to get out there. Right, right. So I... It's actually kind of tough right now because there are so many different directions you can go in with VR mm-hmm. that it, it's almost paralyzing because you have so much choice. Right. So, you know, the big question that I have is how could it matter for a brand to, to kind of take on and say, you know what, there's this thing called virtual reality and we'd really like to experiment with how we could 
use this technology to help connect with our consumers in, in a really unique and different way? Well, it's, it's one of the things that it's just darn hard to prove to anybody without some sort of demonstration. Mm -hmm. But it's becoming incredibly easy to do that sure. right now. I mean, you take a look at McDonald's, who made their Happy Meal box into a virtual reality viewer. Right, yeah. Yep. And so the kids weren't looking at hamburgers per se, but they were looking at uh, Ronald McDonald coming through a restaurant and interacting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on fast food right now, so Jack in the Box just got on, I guess you could say, the bandwagon and is doing a an immersive 360 where you go in and you sit down and you order a mm -hmm. Jack in the Box burger and it's kind of a normal day. Sure. Uh, there's a couple of people who are sitting beside you admiring your burger, but then the Jack in the Box spokesman comes in and sits down and talks to you, that sort of thing. I should say most of these things are really brief mm -hmm. because it's it's a, a, a long and expensive process to do this. Sure, so the, the experience is only a few minutes long. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I think probably no more than five minutes for most things, okay. unless you're going into a full entertainment. Mm -hmm. I think it's because you do get this instant emotional connection almost no matter what mm -hmm. at this point. Whether it's, oh shoot, I can't remember the name of the horror film that recently came out that did a virtual reality experience. Oh, was it a paranormal state or one of those? Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those. Really scary, yes. <laughs> and the actual experience didn't have a heck of a lot to do with the film itself. Mm -hmm. There were some characters in there. And it was more of an animated thing than a filmed thing. Anyway. So you're saying that this, um, so for the for the release of the movie, they had the normal trailers mm -hmm. and the television commercials and the social media and all of that good stuff. But in addition to that, they had a, a virtual reality experience that they, they put out there. Exactly. And so people who had the gear could watch their version of uh, the trailer, let's call it, mm -hmm. in this virtual reality experience. And, you're, and this is what you're, you're talking about? Yes. Okay. You could watch it actually both in the virtual reality experience and as a 360 video off of your computer or tablet. Okay. Which I think is a way to draw people in. Mm -hmm. Because if you see it and you're able to navigate 360 like that, right. that's a fun, it's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. You see more than one thing each time you view. It also right. encourages multiple views. Right, right. Um. But then there's kind of that, well, if it looks this interesting this way, how right. must it look in its proper form? Sure, right. Kind of thing. Right. Uh, but they, they did that, and it's basically a, a few things that startle you as you go. But I had a few of the folks in the office do it, and it was kind of fun to see the reaction yeah. and that they were kind of curling up into a little ball well, awaiting like, the things, surprise. Yeah, I mean, things like, you know, every, walking into a dark room is scary. It's scary. Um, walking into a dark room when you hear some breathing, even more scary, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? And so when you're you're connecting people with this experience, um, and then you have the visual of things, mm -hmm. you know, popping up, scaring you, that kind of stuff. And you, like you said, you're so immersed in this world, mm -hmm. naturally, you're just, you're going to react. And it's, yeah, it is funny to see the mm -hmm. people reacting to it, but shows you what a, what an immersive experience it really is. And, and it, it really gets the people thinking, because most of the VR experiences that I've seen that are connected to a brand or something isn't, it's not trial. Mm -hmm. Like there's a part of me that thinks about the Jack in the Box thing and says, well, I, if I can't smell the burger and taste the burger, what's the point of sure. it? Yep. Um, so I would associate more with some of the, the companies that 
take the feeling of their company, the emotion, the brand that mm-hmm. they have, right. and infuse that into the experience. Sure. So something that, you know, if you're an adventure company, you take them surfing and you get the experience of surfing. If you're, I don't know, uh, well, I give you like like lines. REI would be a good example where you could go out and map. Uh, um, you know, a national park. Exactly. Right? And you can make a, a, a virtual reality experience of walking on the trails or experiencing some of the highlights of the parks, like Old Faithful. Mm-hmm. And you could have that experience and walking up to Old Faithful, it erupts, but you're doing it through the VR experience. And it's in line and true to the REI brand and, and get outdoors. And it allows people to do that from the comfort of their home. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, is that what you're saying? It, it, and mm-hmm. there's something about being in that immersive experience that gives you more of a link. Mm-hmm. I just haven't met anyone yet who has tried virtual reality in front of me who hasn't come out of it with a smile and a, oh my God, what was that? Yeah, right. It, it's it, a memorable experience. It's extremely memorable and it's something that right now, because it's so new to everyone, that's why I say you could, you could almost do anything. I mean, there, there there needs to be a purpose, and, and there are some boring things out there. But, you know, for somebody who's fresh to it, yeah. it's, it's it's almost difficult to mess up. Sure, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to touch on something that you talked about. Um, you know, we talked about the, the entry point and, and how Facebook 360 videos. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mentioned before that, you know, Facebook bought Oculus Rift and, and obviously saw the value in virtual reality and where that can go and how that can be used in marketing and advertising and, and connect with people and, and maybe even connect people with people, which is really where mm-hmm. I think it's going to go. Um, but I think that the 360 video is a way, as you said, for trial. It's a way for people to experience virtual reality. It's, it's virtual reality light for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen it, you know, it's, it's where you can you can do a panorama video on your, or a panorama picture on your iPhone, your new versions of your operating systems on your iPhones. Um, and I think the Samsungs do it too. Mm-hmm. But you can, in, in the new Facebook um, updated app, you can do the panoramic picture and then you can upload that as a Facebook 360 uh, image to your Facebook account. And then when people look at it, they can actually spin around with their phones up and they can see the experience in the full 360. So as they move, the background moves with it. And if you haven't experienced it, you really shouldn't. You should go out to Google and search for you know Facebook 360 videos and, and look at a couple of the examples. You can even have that experience on the desktop, like you said. Mm-hmm. You can go in, and it's, it's more using your mouse to scroll through. But the phone one is as close to virtual reality as you can get without actually having the goggles because you literally are moving. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about, um, you had mentioned the, the kind of the, the gateway in, what do you think is kind of the next evolution? Well, I think for now it's going to be through cardboard or mm-hmm. Gear VR, because it be just because of the price. Sure. You know we're we're pretty early on. The back in May, I think um, they released that there had been somewhere around a million people had tried VR on a mm-hmm. Gear at sure. that point. Right. And they're giving them away now, pretty right. much. So, yeah, when you get a so phone, there's a you lot get, more going free, on yeah. with that. But I think Facebook, since I think it's part of a big grand plan, Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about this, but they really talk about it being something that connects people. Because the Mm -hmm. big fear has been, well, now it's just going to be me isolated, sitting in a room with a thing on my head. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, 
that's the reality that we grew up with, right? Mm-hmm. So when we saw in all the sci-fi movies, that's that's what it was, right? I mm-hmm. mean, anything from Millennial or, or um, Minority Report through, you know, th- uh, experiences like that, it was, you put it on and you have the experience, but it's never really as a, as a, a way to connect with people. It's really just like a very functional, I'm going to put it on, play with the computer and, and be done. Well, I think that like, so I am in touch with people on Facebook that I haven't been I hadn't been in touch with for years mm-hmm. we found each other again and now we talk all the time and that sort of thing so now they have live streaming going on that you mm-hmm. can do a live video and and be there they have 360 mm-hmm. at that point so some of what's being talked about is maybe I'm in my living room in Madison and maybe my friend is in LA and I want to show my friend the incredible experience hiking. So I have this 360 experience with them. They can see what I can see, or we can experience the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's actually more bringing people together than anything else. Uh, there's some very simple chat rooms going on right now. Mm-hmm. Now, for the most part, you're talking to uh, an avatar of yourself. You're not mm-hmm. talking to a person yet. Sure. But it's so close. Yeah, and, right. and And that's the thing is that from the time I got involved to now, which is in, honestly barely a year, mm-hmm. the tech has grown so much that I can't imagine that they won't get these things in place sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what they're working toward. Sure, yeah. So some of it is... As simple as I want to watch a movie with a buddy of mine who's not in the same room, but we can sit down, we can feel like in the, we're in the same room, mm-hmm. and we can watch the film and talk to each other and interact together. Sure. So it's not an isolated thing. Right. It, it's it's a very brought together, and it is sharing experiences mm-hmm. that you enjoy at, that can give people insight into you. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go to you and I tell you, well, I really like this experience. Take a look at it. And, you know, the one from Penrose that was based on The yeah. Little Prince. Sure, yeah. You know now mm-hmm. that I was delighted by it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of struck a chord with me. And I'd read the book when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And and so you and I made a connection that we didn't have before. Right, yeah. From something like that. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna ask you to put your marketing and, and advertising hat on for a second. So what are some of the gotchas that you can kind of see that, that may pop up in the path of, of trying to to create some of these experiences, even if it's just as a test for for some of our brands? I think that there are, I I, I think there are gotchas with choice of brand to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure an accounting firm is gonna make this work, you know? Um, I think that there's possibly a bit off more than you can chew if you're not if you don't already have in your head what your brand represents, mm-hmm. and if there's not a, an honest-to-goodness connection to mm-hmm. this, that could really fall flat. I think you you really have to know your target mm-hmm. at this point. It doesn't have to be gamers. Right. It doesn't have to be millennials. Mm-hmm. But more than likely, you're not going to get certain demographics just because of access sure. and yeah. desire for right. that. So there's always that, this is the next new thing, let's jump on it. Mm-hmm. And it might not be good for some brands. Sure. So you have to make sure that y- your goal should be to make sure that 
what you're trying to create and the experience that you're you're aiming for is something that's appropriate for your brand and, and exactly. that your audience is actually going to be receptive to it. Exactly. I mean, is it a bunch of skateboarders, but your brand is sticky notes? You know, it's not... You're right. It doesn't necessarily fit with everything. Sure. Just like any type of, of creative medium or tactic mm -hmm. is. Uh, so I think that you could be disappointed oh, we're going to do this big, amazing thing, but mm -hmm. then they don't even have a phone that would work with a cardboard, sure. let alone, you know, want to pick it up and fold mm -hmm. that and, and put it to their mm -hmm. face kind of thing. So it's going to work better for brands that have some sort of interaction to begin with mm -hmm. or an adventurous spirit or um, something, or they're already really engaged with their audience mm -hmm. if this comes out of the blue but you've never done any social or you've never reached out to your to your your people before this isn't what's going to get you there right, right you know so it's not a magic bullet no okay no right so i have kind of one one last question for you and mm -hmm. it's a doozy uh -oh. um what what are your three things that people absolutely should know about virtual reality when thinking about getting into virtual reality? One, you're gonna want more. So get, get ready. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. Sure. So seriously, you're yeah. you're gonna you're going to want more. Um, it's a it's an expense and you want that to pay off and it will. Mm-hmm. But it's at okay. it's gonna take some so time. So go into it with your eyes wide open. Go, go yeah. into it with yeah. your eyes open. You're gonna want to upgrade. I mean, I totally wanted to upgrade. Just mm -hmm. knowing that there was a better system out sure. there was, right. Right. was was like that. Okay. Not every experience is going to be for you. So know the types of things that you can handle. Mm -hmm. um, there's still a bit of a problem with people being nauseated when, okay. when they do this. Right. So if you're the kind of person who gets carsick, maybe don't do the big action roller coaster one right and most of the sites actually have their experiences graded as to whether or not it's easy to really highly run and jump and play okay kind of stuff so there's it's out there sure okay so that, that's good that. so people are already starting to put some sort of guidelines in there place. are guidelines okay. in yeah. place Great. so that you can have an easy experience or a really hectic experience mm -hmm. or, or whatever okay on that so uh please do read the right the fine print That's on those things right right um what else do you need to know about vr um i don't think you're going to avoid it in the future i think it's there's still people who naysay and that type of thing, but that happens with every new technology. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's there's nothing that's going to hurt you, really, or hold you back or anything like that with this particular technology. I would say go ahead and embrace it because there's a lot of people who have grown up with new technologies coming out every few years, and they're just used to adopting. Sure. Yeah. So go ahead and do it because there's some great experiences to be had. I didn't mention this before, but I always, yeah. I always like mentioning this little bit. One of the first big interactive experiences I heard of that was really meaningful for one person was a guy who was stationed in the Middle East who couldn't be there for his baby being born. Okay. 
and they set him up with a virtual reality so experience. So he could be there to so have that So he was wow. there for his baby right. being born. Yeah, right. And, and that's goosebump stuff right. for that's, me. That's kind of the best you could possibly do besides being there. Exactly. Right, because he, he, he was there in, in some yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. Wow, okay, so the three things are get ready get ready get ready because it's not going to go away <laughs> no. right and, and it's something that you might as well start embracing mm-hmm. and follow follow you know the guidelines or follow your gut when it comes to how you're going to make or or view mm-hmm. that content and just just know that it's not not every piece of content is going to be for everybody yes right mm-hmm. and then i i think i heard you say the, the third thing was get ready to, to want more yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because as soon as you start experimenting, yeah. as, as soon as you start consuming that, um, you start making the videos, whatever it is, you're just going to want to keep doing yeah. more just and because of the nature. It's of it. open for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's so new that you can be the next virtual reality Facebook phenomenon. Right. Nice. Next week. Right, right. So, yeah, pretty soon it'll be the LSB Marketing Toddcast coming to you in virtual reality from the storage closet. <laughs> Our fine studio, right? Boy, wouldn't that be the worst entertainment possible? Well, um, I I appreciate your time, Sherry. Um, This has been a lot of fun. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining. And we will look forward to talking with you next time. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you.